Café Rollist is your caffeinated tabletop RPG break. It started as our exclusive Patreon show, but following a survey with our supporters, I am happy now to share its most recent episode here with you. If you enjoy this show, please consider checking out our archive of a hundred or so additional episodes, which are still exclusive on Patreon. Hello. So this was my first attempt at streaming and recording a Café Rollist online, but it didn't go completely according to plan. Sadly, half of this episode was lost. It was not streamed nor recorded anywhere, so uh, sadly it's 18 minutes long and that's it. So please don't be surprised about the abrupt end of this recording. Cheers! And we should be streaming, I think. Ah, exciting. Is something happening? I'm just going to check the Twitch. <clears throat> Nothing like a good stream start thing. Is it on? Is it on? Are we, is it on, on? Is it on? Are we live? <laughs> Can you hear me? Can is you hear anyone? me out there? <laughs> is the internet hearing me? <laughs> talk to me, internet. Talk to me. It's so difficult to explain what a stream is to like your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> when you tell them what you're gonna do today, <laughs> like so, it's like it's like TV but radio. It's it's tough. Anyway, uh, welcome. Thanks, Jane, for joining our very very first online cafe rollist. Uh, as we are, what is it called? Self self containment, self isolating, social distancing. Yeah, S socially distant. Yeah. It is nice to be here and to talk to, you know, a face that's not my cat for a while. It's lovely. <laughs> well, yeah, because sadly, is your cat a lot into tabletop role-playing games? I mean, she just, she she's not into the good ones. Like, she's all about, like, you know, wargaming and, like, heavy, crunchy numbers. Like, she loved edition 4E of D&D, &D, but, yeah, I just can't get her into a good game now. She it's likes terrible. the minis, uh... <laughs> So, yeah, uh, she, she likes the minis. She's all about the minis. That's the, yeah, damn cats with their short attention spans. So you are among our very generous patrons. Did you ever check? Because Café Rollist is supposed to be a patron-only bonus. I don't know if you ever checked one of them. I every now and then dial into them. Oh, not dial into them. Click on the link and, and listen through. Cool. Um, well, welcome. Sometimes, yeah. Thank you. So, what's up in your life gaming-wise at the moment? Gaming-wise, uh, lots actually. I think I'm playing more games now that I'm stuck at home than when I had the option to leave the house. So, uh, we have the tabletop network uh, industry networking this Friday, which we are taking to Zoom. So, hopefully, we'll get a good crowd there. I've been, I've got some D and D this week. I've got D and D with my workmates this week, which could be terrifying. And and I was doing a playtest last Saturday of a, a new game that's going to be coming out, so I'm very excited about that. So you're going to play D&D &D online with your colleagues? Yeah, we're going to play D&D &D over our work Skype, and hopefully I'll still be hired at the end of that session. So we'll see. It's interesting because I receive a calendar invite from uh, uh, Persephilia, my wife, saying session zero, 
D&D work, work so she <laughs> they're starting a, a D&D uh, group also at her work I guess it's something happening right now in London uh, it's a way to socialize with your colleagues I think so and I, th- I mean you can't really play board games online but you can play di- like role playing games fairly easily so we'll see it could be a good or a really bad thing to to do with your colleagues. We'll see. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I ran my very first Roll Twenty as game master session uh, last week. Cool. Uh, got, yep. got difficulties telling the weeks from one another. Uh, <laughs> because, I mean, uh, thankfully, my wife is not working during the weekend, but she she's working from home, so. Uh, yep. And uh, all three years old is a lot of work to take care of. So this show will be recorded stream when he takes his nap, which is why we started a bit earlier <laughs> today. Maybe we'll start later <laughs> some other days. Uh, where I mean, was that I, makes sense. Where was I going to with that? You played on Roll20. Yeah. What was that like? What's it like to play on? Because I've never used it. Uh, well, it was okay. I mean, it, it was my first time game mastering online but I played a few games with Encounter Roleplay and different things so it was not too alien for me but mm. uh, yeah I geeked out a bit with Roll20 beforehand so I created my slides uh, with pictures so it's Cats of Cthulhu but it's set in North London so I found pictures of back gardens in North London nice. some of them I photoshopped most of them I turned into not paintings, but I apply the graphic filter on them, so they they got kind of a uh, less photographic feel. And uh, I even went on and did uh, special dice because Catulus got dice with little cat faces, mm-hmm. and rather than say, "Oh, is it a one or two? I made it so that it appears and very clearly it tells the player if they succeed or or not. So, so that was interesting, and I think I'm gonna. That's cool pull some other stuff. Maybe I'm gonna run a... Um, I don't know, what was it called? I played a thing with Encounter Roleplay and because I played it, I got a free digital package of... I think it's Grindspace? Ah. Grinderspace? Something done by yeah. Sean Austin? It, it was for Starfinder but very grim. Uh, but I got all the maps. That's right, yeah. So I might, cool. I, I might run that, but using um, uh, Mothership as a system instead of Starfinder, which yeah. is not really my <laughs> my thing. <laughs> Are you going to run that D&D game with your colleagues? Uh, I'm not running this one. Luckily, we have another D&D player in my team, so he's going to run it, and I'm just going to sit there and cause problems, really, more than anything. But I have, I've outed myself as writing a couple of games to my colleagues. So I think next we're going to have to, I'm going to have to run one of my own games for them. So we'll see how they take to D&D first before we start making them pretend to be tell wombats us. or dinosaurs. So we'll see. Yeah, tell us about that, your, the games you, you've been designing. Um, I mean, it's just a, it was just a mental exercise to stop myself going too insane. But I've had a bit of fun. You know, learning the mechanics of game from being on the other side, it I appreciate playing a whole lot more now. Um, but yeah, so I think my favorite that I'm about, well, the first one that I did that I'm going to go back and apply some learnings to was essentially you're playing 80s style cartoon hero, act, like action save the world heroes, except you're also dinosaurs. So that's that's what I'm getting more excited about dinosaurs at the moment. Cool. 
Well, I will have my dinner. Uh, my son's got a T-Rex puppet. Uh, he really likes. <laughs> Dinosaur. That sounds cool. I downloaded one. Uh, I wonder if I could run it on World Twenty because it uses a map. Uh, it's Escape mm. Escape from Dinosaur Island. It, oh, that's cool. And you, yeah, you build up the map of the the island. You know, like your. Uh, mm. I don't remember what it was called in, in Jurassic Park, but you got your, your isolated yeah. islands with your dinosaurs and you, you come up with, um, it's a PBTA or PBTA like game. So you oh, yeah, come yeah, up cool. with your stuff uh, together uh, as you go. Cool. But you didn't start designing games after the quotation mark current situation started, right? You, you, you were doing that already quite a while ago. Yeah, I've been doing that for about six months now, six or seven months now. Um, yeah, we, we don't say so. I mean, I know we need sanity from being locked inside all the time, but my day job is, is I'm an accountant, so I need kind of the creativity, sanity from other. Like I've always needed that. So. Oh, okay, that's, that's what uh, you meant. That's where that comes from. Yeah. Cool. So, what's what was it called? Uh, wombat. What, what was that? Yours. So that. Uh, <laughs> It was so hand to hand wombat was from Ursi Dice. Uh but he let me do some terrible scribbles to illustrate it. So I've I've taken a little bit of the credit and I like running it because it's quite uh, I mean, who doesn't want to be fighting wombats? Art by Jane. Uh, Mr. Uh, art, art, art by Jane, if you can call it art. But yes, art by Jane. Uh, I believe Wizard of the Coast has been call- trying to reach you recently. Uh, that like the the next monster manual will be fully illustrated by you. That, that's what I'm imagining. I mean, uh, obviously there's something wrong with my phone because they haven't got through yet. But yeah, I, I expect the contracts any day. Yeah, it should be should be there. Uh, yeah, uh, I was reading uh, Nibiru also, planning to prepare it, but I'm really struggling to to read anything. <laughs> I always it's been like that for a while, yeah. uh, and mm. uh, so yeah, one page RPGs are are really uh, appealing at the moment. I should try running uh, more of them. I got a game with Earthy Dice booked on Thursday actually. Oh, uh, brilliant! I don't remember which game it's supposed to be, but I'm like I'm gonna play whatever he wants with him. Yeah, dial in, play something. It's going to be fun no matter what, I'm sure. Because if anyone is listening to that, if you check Earthy Dice on Twitter, I don't know if he has other platforms, but he, he will be running a lot of online games which are free for people to join. You just sign yourself in and uh, and that's it. Did you sign up for one of these? Yeah, I signed up for one. So I'm running uh, – not running, but I'm playing in one Sunday Um yeah, next Sunday. So I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that. I think they should be fun. So he's starting up a Discord and and yeah, making it quite a a regular game thing, which will be really cool. Actually, I had the the last episode I released yesterday um, includes an interview with Ursidax in which I speak. Ah. I told her way too much for an interview, <laughs> but it was <laughs> but it's a long one. It's uh, I think it's more than twenty minutes long. Um, as part of the episode, and it was the last one I recorded at Dragon Meat last year. And so, oh, I think I remember that you were both half asleep at the time. Yeah, yeah, you actually you were probably <laughs> we you we don't hear you in the interview, but I believe you were <laughs> wandering around uh, as we were recording. So it would be interesting. That, yeah, I was in the background somewhere. <laughs> uh, you you have not checked that one yet. Uh, 
I guess. I haven't got to that one yet. That might be my uh, that might be my Monday night listening. I think. Cool. No, it it was really really nice, and uh, I really look forward uh, playing with him. Uh, the Cat Tool actually replaced a playtest I was supposed to have for my own game. Mm-hmm. Which is, I guess, I don't know, I'm shy sharing the title. Uh, it's, uh, it's called, uh, Paris Gondo, the magic art of, uh, the life-saving art of inventorying, in which, uh, a, uh, well-being lifestyle guru, mm-hmm. transdimensional guru advises <laughs> adventurer on how to better organize the, their inventory uh, with concepts which are like you should have a stone which reminds you of your mother or if something doesn't spark joy yeah, like this maybe very <laughs> useful uh, tivery kit you got if it doesn't spark joy when you look at it you should throw it away so the whole point of the game is uh, you start the game at the end of the adventure uh, when you defeated the big bad evil guy or girl mm-hmm. and you roll you roll the stats of some loot and the players then work out uh, a description for the loot based on the stats and the stats are how useful it is or encumbering mm-hmm. it is, of course, because some things are very encumbering. Uh, you could roll something as big as a piano, for instance. It's very difficult to carry uh, around. And the last yep. one is emotion. So you might be more or less emotionally attached to it. And uh, when you play... So you, you roll these, you describe them, you've got a starting inventory, which is a deck of cards, and you swap them with the other players and you the, the new one you created and when you've got your new inventory you go on to on your journey home so the first question is will the group survive the journey all together yeah. <laughs> that's where you the usefulness of the the equipment you kept plays uh then you work out if one individual something happened to them because they were too encumbered of course they were holding stuff so they were too heavy so the the bridge fell just when they were they were on it and Tali didn't make it home and then for the last surviving uh, if you manage to make it home you roll your emotion depending on what emotional objects you kept to find out yeah. whether or not you had a long and fulfilling life after that or if you fell into some kind of uh, sadness or spleen which again is up to the player to describe that their character uh, fell into because they they really really should have kept that uh, unreadable stone tablet for instance that's in the starting inventory of the cleric he's got an object which Mm -hmm. is very encumbering it's a stone tablet so difficult to carry around completely useless because it's a stone tablet (laughs) that he's carrying (laughs) around uh, but uh, with somewhat of an emotional value because it's this stone tablet they've been carrying around and it's unreadable, so maybe it's got meaning. <laughs> so maybe later they got rid of it and they're like, I was just missing a few points in emotion. If I had kept the tablet, maybe I would have found the meaning of life in it. Wow, heavy stuff. Yeah. I look forward to playing that. That sounds really fun. Well, thanks for advising uh, on the the names of some elements in the inventory. I already updated that. 
Mm. Actually, just before Excellent. the pandemic, what I did is I, I remade all the cards on InDesign, ready to print, mm -hmm. got the PDF, but I really don't see how to run that on World 10T or something else because you need to swap cards between players, which some of them you write on. So how, how would oh, you manage yeah. that? I don't know. If someone is hearing that and is a Roll20 <laughs> wizard, uh, I'd be very interested. Mm. Because it would be cool to be able to, <laughs> to run it online as playtest. It would open up the potential players. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be quite awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for that as well. Kind of this something within Roll20 or outside of it where you can... I mean, not not just share screens, but like share screens and swap things, like have like cards that you can swap back and forth and and multiplayer interact kind of via a web portal of some description. I'm sure it must exist somewhere and I'm sure, I don't know, I have no idea about technology, so. Just love, there's a light effect behind you and there's your cat, but <laughs> as the, the cat was stepping out of the window, which is <laughs> oversaturated with light, it was really looking yep. like he was, she was coming out of a portal of some kind. <laughs> I mean, she'd like to think that that's what she does. Like, that's, yeah, she lives for that kind of thing. Are you developing anything at the moment yourself? Anything new? I'm, I'm halfway through a, a little mini game, like a, a quick creation at the moment, which is a game for a friend. So it's about ravens starting up their own hipster coffee shop. Um, but I've got to figure out a way to play it online because there's no point developing anything for face-to-face -face at the moment. So we'll see how we go. Sorry, I'm just looking at... Oh, yeah. We've been talking, but uh, the the video capture <laughs> is not working. <laughs> we, we, we've been replaced by a, a, a small line. So, sorry, you, you were saying... <laughs> <laughs> we've been replaced by alcohol. Oh, no one else got to see my cat portal. Damn. No. Oh, that's such a... Oh. We, we need the cat to do it again. I'm going to do it in a much... Yeah, do it like this. going to cheat. Ooh. We knew at this. Anyway, that, that's the, the conversation which matters. Is it working? It now? is. The technology is all about learning, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people learning right now. It's quite impressive. I think, I don't know, have you, have you, uh, noticed? I mean, I assume you have. Um, I've noticed a lot of new players, or rather old tabletop role-playing gamers doing the jump mm. on, uh, on on roll 20 zoom and all of that and and playing on light uh, have you our logo is designed by Rolling Kunz our theme song is playtime by Jazar which you can download on the free music archive a video version of this episode is available on YouTube please consider subscribing to our channel there. Leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. If you would like more Café Rollist, you can also get access to our archive of 100 or so additional episodes 
via Patreon. If you want to be informed of everything released by the Rollist, we have a monthly newsletter for you to join. And if you want to contribute via the chat room to one of our recordings, subscribe to our Twitch channel and social media accounts to be informed of when streams are happening. Finally, links to everything I just mentioned can be found in the description of this episode. Thanks for listening to us, and remember, you are the Rollist. <laughs>